1: Pretty much made it my home, my life, my passion. I have other passions, unfortunately, for my sins. I'm an Arsenal supporter and a Sharks supporter, so we're going to do pretty much everything on the show as it pertains to media, marketing, and money. But we don't take jokes about Arsenal or the Sharks. I'm
2: Doug Mateus, uh,
1: the doc on the
2: show. Uh, And again, for those of you who don't know me, I've spent 30 years in in, uh, various companies in South Africa Uh, Running uh, different marketing functions, and the last job I had, I was privileged enough to work with a team that took uh, the brand to the fastest growing brand in South Africa in 2018 with a 47% year on year growth. So that was a a great achievement uh, for the team, and and, and I'm really proud of that. Uh, From a personal point of view, I do a little bit of cycling uh, and also snow skiing, so we quite enjoy that. But again, uh, today's discussion is around all things marketing and media. Yep,
1: that's right, Doc. Well, Welcome to the
0: Doc and the Guru this week. Uh, I'm again flying solo. Gordon's got another diary conflict, busy uh, man that is. Uh, and again, it's uh, towards the end of our Rising Stars finalists. Uh, and this today is the fourth of our five finalists. And a big welcome to Nelly Mkube. Nelly, well done and congratulations
3: uh, and a fantastic achievement. Oh, thank you so much, Doug. I mean, I just think it's such a phenomenal experience uh from the time the announcement was officially made, but also just the the back of the scenes work that was done for us to put something together um for consideration. So so thank you very much. It's a it's a great honor. Yeah. And it is it's nice. You know, you're the you're the
0: head of marketing at Lexus Nexus, uh an 85 year old legal body that does advisory services research and a whole lot more and you're going to talk about that into south africa and globally you know over 160 countries 10,000 employees so it's wonderful for our point of view to get a business to business finalist you know we get so many end user brands that do fantastic work as well so so that's great and we're going to get into that now but just as an aside from the human truth side you were telling me off air that your ten-year-old son is so proud of of you, and he's asking now if he can, if this halo can extend to him, so he can also have the bragging rights. <laughs>
3: yes, no, no, hundred no, percent. We must we must make sure that they know if mommy can do it with everything else. They must just excel a lot more so um, i'm i'm definitely taking your advice of um getting him to to put me at center stage in the school awards evening um in the latter part of the year so the pressure is on
0: yeah no it is great and i think you know uh it is nice to to have the recognition and again well done you know you're in the top five and we're in the midst of judging and i'm cheering it so it's not a it's not a simple task as you as you will appreciate so So that's great, but all the best. Then let's get straight into it now. Your job at LexisNexis, let's talk a little bit about your job. What do you do there? And then the second part is let's talk about your entry. You know, for our listeners out there, that they can get an appreciation of what it takes to craft something that will get you in the top five young stars.
3: Perfect, great stuff so so LexisNexis Doug as you've already mentioned we we refer to ourselves as uh, a world leader when it comes to uh, legal technology solutions um, and what that means is that our very core of the existence of Lexis, LexisNexis is 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 content so we we produce content uh, for the different segments that we serve which is corporate, government, legal, as well as academic, but then we take this content, and we are able to do really super cool stuff with it. So we take the content, we put it into software as well as online digital platforms to make it easier for people to to make really crucial decisions, to be able to comply with the law, to be able to anticipate any changes in their legislative environment that has impact to their business, um, and also to be able to win cases. Um, so so that's who we are in a a very brief nutshell, but in terms of Nelly and and my career and where I'm at at LexisNexis, I always refer to myself as a growth engine provider to LexisNexis South Africa. And and I think growth takes a lot of different forms. So um, growth can be in terms of brand equity growth, it's uh, sales leads growth, it's the growth when it comes to our e-commerce store that we have. Um, It's growth in the number of people that become aware of the solutions that we offer as a business, growth in terms of new customers, growth in terms of retention of our existing customers, and also growth in terms of the team that I lead um, in terms of their capabilities. So in my current role, I really am about identifying, driving, and contributing towards the growth of LexisNexis South Africa and 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 that's what I wake up for each and every day and that's what I have to deliver on on a daily basis
0: and I, I think it's great that you talk you talk growth linked to your function which the definition is head of marketing so it's interesting that you know, you didn't lead with An advertising lens to it because you know, a lot of people would look at marketing and still today say marketing equals advertising because that's the bit they see above the the water, the overt stuff, you know. And um, but you spoke growth, which is which is quite interesting across a myriad of different areas. And I think one of the lessons there, uh, and not just for young listeners, but for listeners as a whole, is that the theme of this year's. Awards is marketing equals business. But I mean, it shouldn't just be this year. You know, marketing should be part of growth. It should be closely linked to sales uh, and betterment uh, in many ways. So, so well done. It's, it's quite refreshing and encouraging to see you leading with that uh, type of, of in as opposed to advertising. Let's then talk a little bit about specifically the work that you've entered uh, to get us to to this place where you know we as the judges are sitting with a with a difficult but but yet great task of of judging you know the five finalists.
3: Great. So so I think Doug, you've already obviously made reference to the fact that I'm a I'm a B two B marketer um, at the very core. Um, so I, I don't really get those those shiny funky looking things. Um, that I'm I'm able to take into the market. Um, I I get the challenging stuff, you know, the stuff that is really about how do you drive your customers to make decisions on something that may not excite them. It may not, you know, um, make a big change into what they would say a day-to-day operation. But I I absolutely love the challenge. I I love being able to think of how a customer works every single day and how my solution and my product can make it easier and better for them. So the project that I did submit for for these awards was um, a project where we were repositioning one of our flagship solutions which is called Lexis Library. Now, Lexis Library in a very simplistic way is a comprehensive online legal research platform. So it's used by all the segments that I mentioned earlier, and it is the anchor of our offerings when it comes to LexisNexis. Um, At the essence of what I submitted from a campaign perspective was um, I wanted to revive the feeling, the commitment, the promise, um, as well as the value that Lexis Library offers to our customers. Um, now, you you know, Doug, it's always easy to um, say we are launching an initiative because, you know, sales are down or we're launching an initiative because someone else has entered the market or we are launching an initiative because, you know, they, there's been some form of shifts. But, but what makes this submission really unique is that We wanted to launch something, not because we are fixing anything that was broken, but we wanted to launch something because as a marketer, it is about, you know, staying ahead of the curve. So being so firmly on the ground that you are able to anticipate where the shifts are going to come in in your segment um, and you are able to take the risk that really make um, this function of marketing um, such a beautiful field and industry. So the the messaging or the essence of our campaign was really to say, we are the next generation solution. You know, Nexus Nexus has been around for a number of years. We know, we understand, we are next gen, very bold, very clear messaging. Um, And it all centered around the whole concept of being unmatched. So unmatched when it comes to legal technology and the essence of unmatched when it comes to legal content. So really what we did differently when it came to that campaign is that we, we kind of moved away from our usual approach when it comes to our campaigns. Um, We we differentiated things by really introducing secondary creative color palettes that were very different from what people had become accustomed to when it comes to LexisNexis. We used, you know, a combination of abstract and neutral demonstration to to show the value of what we were selling so you know we we had a very clear iPad um, tablet quite hygiene looking um, hardware with a finger kind of representing the ability for you to bespoke it and make it personal um, but also really representing um, the click of a button you know that this solution offers to you so we, we put all of that together, and in the end, you know, we, we came with a campaign promise that says, uh, Lexus Library, unmatched legal intelligence, why wait for the future? Um, and the success of the campaign has been unmatched. Um, excuse the pun. Um, we, we managed to gather a total of 2,045 leads, sales qualified leads, uh, last year through the campaign, out of those 866 were converted to actual opportunities, and the opportunities were closed to really contribute to a couple of millions when it comes to our bottom line. So it's it, it was a, a very bold campaign. It was a very different campaign from what we've done before, and, and we were really able to reap the benefits as a marketing department from that. That's that's,
0: that's wonderful. And I mean, I was just making some notes, you know, as you were chatting, uh, and I think a few things stand out for me. One, at the end, you linked it straight to the results, the bottom line, which is so important for marketers, you know. And and again, we stress the point in many, many, many instances, uh, marketers will stop by the imagery, you know, the stuff they put out, but they don't always know about you know the conversion back in, and that's it's the old school funnel. This is not a not a new concept, you know. But it's where do you start and where do you stop as a marketer in the funnel? And I mean, you've gone all the way through, you know, over 2,000 leads, 866 conversions into business, etc. So that's the first point. That's fantastic. The second point, and I, I think it's equally important, is that whole looking at yourself, not you as a person, but Lexus, looking at the organisation and reinventing before there's an external factor. In other words, you made the point, you didn't do it because of competitive forces, because you were losing market share, or because of anything like that. You did it because it's just a healthy cycle of business. The whole cycle of introspection, reinvention, uh, innovation, uh, newness, and, I, and, and well done because a lot of companies don't do that. You know, they leave it mm-hmm. when it's too late and they try and reinvent on the, on the downhill. You know, and when you, and when you get into a downhill, There's a whole different set of behaviours, you know, desperation, loss of market share, financial impact. And so it's often easier, more positively, uh, people are more positively disposed to innovating on the upcycle. So well done for that. That's that's fantastic. Nelly, let's change tact a little bit. I want to talk about your career as a whole. If you can give us a snapshot view of what got you to this point, where did you start? How did you go? Was it a linear path or did you take a few turns along the way? That's always important for us just to to show our listeners that there are many different ways to get to a place of success. You're listening to The Dark and The Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity
3: Media. 100%. 100%. So I, I call myself a reformed uh, reputational management and public relations specialist. So my, my very foundation when it comes to the journey of my career is um, right from studying my public relations and communications management um, diploma through the Durban University of Technology. So um, I was quite lucky and fortunate enough in that I was able to get in-service training with um, one of the top leading public relations and communications agencies at that time. Um, and And that really cemented very much a solid foundation for me. Um, my journey then progressed it included a year abroad i I stayed in Oslo, Norway. Um, some years ago, um, as part of an exchange program between um, two big non-profit organisations in South Africa and and in Norway. Don't ask me how I was able to bear the cold. I think I must have just been very young and very naive. Um, when I came back to to SA, I I I did a lot of uh, dabbling in different sectors. You know, I had a, quite a short stint in in government, but I then later moved into. Um, um, more the corporate um, industry and, and my corporate industry is largely from my journey at LexisNexis um, which has been absolutely phenomenal. I think I, I started as an internal communications officer um, and then I progressed to really the public relations and corporate communications manager um, and then finally, you know, reaching the, the place that I'm at now, which is the head of marketing for the company. Um, <clears throat> I find that, you know, having those foundational years in corporate communications and reputational management means that I, I've got that acumen around the importance of brand equity building um, in the long term, but then I also am able to be quite agile in being able to create short, medium, quick turnarounds and quick wins um, uh, from a marketing perspective. So, you know, my, my experience with PR also gave me the ability to start tell stories um it, it taught me the the high value of putting together good content because you you're fighting to get your brand into a publication without paying for it um and also just understanding the perspective of others and other stakeholders around you so so you know now I'm the head of marketing I've got a BBA from IMM in, in uh, marketing management. I'm currently doing my postgraduates with them but yeah I think my, my superpowers are definitely the fact that I am uh, a marketer that is grounded in PR and corporate comms and that's been able to just really leapfrog. Into the next era of um, of their journey and their career journey, and it's 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 been it's been very fulfilling and it's been great.
0: That's wonderful, and it's great that you know, as you say, you pieced. And sometimes it's the, it's the benefit of of hindsight, you know, is to piece the different parts together. You know, so you take, I guess, some of the the value out of your trip to Norway and the and the short stint in the government, and you take the bits. That one needs. And, and, and I think, but you've got to ha- have done that. You know what I mean? In other words, people just go through the journey in order to enjoy the benefit. And I, and I think a lot of people, including myself, there were parts of my journey that I didn't enjoy. But now in hindsight, I almost take the good and the lesson from that. So again, to, to our listeners out there, you know, it's about looking for those clues along the way and, and putting it together. Lily, um, as we're moving to the back end of our chat, I want to talk a little bit about skills for the future so what do you think marketers absolutely need and what bit of advice would you give to young marketers out there
3: perfect so there's there's a couple of um, skills that I, I, I have personally um, identified as really um, um, very important for for uh, the marketer of the future I think the the first thing is is, is data you know, um, data and being insight driven as a marketer is so imperative. Um, The day that I saw a shift in the conversations that I started to have internally within the business was when I was able to crystallize and articulate my value as a marketer and the value that my 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 department brings to the business in in a very granular level so so that's very important um marketing insights the understanding of marketing data the understanding of you know the different phases that come when it comes to the marketing funnel and um what those results in in terms of actions and and roi um the second component is also just business sense. i think you you said at the beginning you know the theme this year is marketing um equals business or so marketing and business and and that was something that i also initially in my journey grappled with you know the the concept of sitting there as a marketer and people are talking about the bottom line you know people are talking about reforecasting people are talking about the next the new financial year and people are talking about you know all these different terminologies that are intimidating to you initially but you know you, you can't run away from it because by running away from it you're running away from the impact that you can bring as a marketer to the business if you cannot understand The business side of business, it's very hard for you to be able to articulate and understand the value side that you bring as a marketer. Um, I think the third thing, we we obviously know that there's the big shift around uh, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, um, what that brings about from a marketer perspective. You know, I was doing some reading and um, the whole idea of virtual assistance um, becoming a norm for a lot of people. What is that going to mean for us as marketers? You know, we, we probably are going to be more advertising to machines before people um, in the future. So um, how are we making sure that we're equipped in terms of skill sets to be able to understand those uh, back-end algorithms that determine um, where you get positioned, how you get seated, etc. cetera? Um, I think the soft skills, definitely. Um, as a marketer, you you must be able to really wrap yourself around your business purpose, your business why, understand why it's valuable firstly for yourself so that the articulation of that um will transcend into uh the way that you market your solutions um and then i think i'll just mention one and the final one which is collaboration um i think you know sometimes as as marketing individuals we we sit in our in our team structures and we don't understand just how much we need to have in terms of collaboration internally as well as externally. So I speak about marketers that um, constantly speak to their customers. I speak about marketers that have conversations with their financial departments. I speak about marketers that sit in those product development brainstorming. Um, and, And those are really key skills. And those are the skills that Um, are also just going to ensure that our industry continues to get the respect that it deserves. You know, I think there's there's been big shifts when it comes to marketing and I'm I'm certainly excited um, as this area grows. Um, In terms of my advice to young marketers um, that are out there, I think the biggest, biggest advice that I can have for them is, is to be willing to take risk. I think the the way that marketing currently sits and the evolutions that are happening on a continuous basis when it comes to marketing means that a safe marketer doesn't have a space um, for for the future. So take the risk, um, be knowledgeable, be informed, um, ask the difficult questions, um, sometimes it feels really awkward to to speak to a product director about, you know, but why do you think the solution is the best solution for our customers? But it has to be done because in order for you to convincingly sell it to the customers, you must be convinced first. Um, yeah, so so just take up that space, be bold. Um, um be what marketing is and marketing is really the heartbeat and the soul of any organization
0: yeah that's that's wonderful lily and i think you know you make so many good points. And again, I was I was taking notes as you were chatting around that. You know, you make things like uh, own your space and be bold and, and, and the heartbeat of the organization. And that's exactly right. And I think you also catch that by saying, you know, you're not necessarily the heartbeat of the organization because you're just out there and just flamboyant and just speak well, but it's backed up by a fundamental understanding of the business. And then you can go out and own your own your space. So, So that's wonderful. And I think that's you know, that's certainly a theme that has come through with, with a lot of people, you know, a lot of senior marketers, a lot of people like yourself that is, uh, you know, at the top of, of your profession uh, and still rising as a, as a young lady and as a rising star. So um the message certainly is, you know, own your space, but make sure it's not just fluff, you know, that it's actually grounded with some really solid insights. So, so thanks for that. Lily, just uh, talking about people, if they want to get hold of you, if they want to engage with you, are you on social media? How do people get on? What's the best way for them to either send you a message or ask you a question, etc.?
3: So the the best way is definitely uh, LinkedIn, um, and that's that's my go-to at the moment. And my profile is under uh, the name Nelly Swam Nube. I am also um, active on Instagram, <laughs> so um, if you if you want to kind of have sight of my what I call Instagram life, uh, please feel free to, to to follow my page, which is also Nelly Swa underscore um, Nube um, with the number two. Um, I'm on Facebook, not as much of a frequenter on Facebook, but I'm also there under Nelly Somnube. And I'm also on Twitter, but I'm more, I call myself a stalker on Twitter because I, <laughs> I don't really engage, but I, I keep very abreast of what's going on. And it's again under the Nilly the Sommube uh, name. Um, and then in terms of just the more the more general kind of getting in touch with me, I, I have a general um, email address, which is uh, media.co.zda, um, which I I watch like a hawk, and it's where people will be able to send me a, a direct email address if none of the other avenues uh, work for them.
0: That's great. Thanks. And again, you know, we always encourage uh, our listeners out there to be part of the conversation. It's not just chatting with Gordon and I, although Gordon isn't with us today. you know, you're always welcome to reach out to me on, on my various platforms, but more importantly, though, reach out to our very interesting guests, and today is no, uh, no different. Nelly, you laugh when you talk Insta? I mean, am I going to see a big difference between LinkedIn and Instagram? Am I going to see your, your best life on Insta? <laughs> is that it? Um, I'm living my best
3: Instagram
0: life, no, no. <laughs> But I think the reality of the situation is that, you know, for all marketers out there, we, we can't it's against the tide these days. You know, maybe Facebook has lost a little bit of vogue. That's fine. That's the platform today. It's Insta and certainly TikTok. Tomorrow it's something else. The point isn't the, the platform. The point is you've got to understand the mind of the consumer. And a lot of people are engaging and doing stuff and living their best life. And I think as a skilled marketer, it's to pull the, you know, the two apart, to understand the LinkedIn profile and the Insta and certainly the TikTok profile is maybe a, a different one as well
3: hundred percent. I agree with you. I think, yeah, people, people must see the differences um, and, and they can tell me what they think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but again, that's the, that's the invite. So please be part of the conversation. Uh, Nelly, from my side, well done again to get to the top five. As I say, we're in the midst of, uh, of judging. The awards are being announced on the 13th of July, which is just around the corner. So, uh, so that's great news. Uh, all, the, all the best to you, and, and obviously, well done to you and your team uh, across the organisation. And uh, as you and I said off air, the nice part about it is you're being recognised within the structures already. You know, getting to the stage besides your son, which is so important from a family point of view. It's also good, you know, that your colleagues are recognising you. So, so from my side, uh, thanks very much, and again, uh, all I wish you only the best uh, as we as we get to the sharp end of the awards.
3: Thank you so much, Dad. Thank you for having me today and just making me feel so relaxed and like I'm speaking to an old mate. Um, I'm really looking forward to the 13th of July as well.
0: Great, man. Excellent.
3: And then to our listeners out there, again, another episode of The Doc and the Guru.
0: Please stay tuned. Uh, As I said earlier, we're chatting rising stars. This is moving towards the end of that. Then we start market of the year, and we've got Asha Patel, our first guest on from Google. Uh, and then a few others. So, again, a fantastic, uh, fantastic run up to the 13th for the Marketing Achievement Awards. From my side, uh, Doug the Doc. We'll catch you next time.
2: And so there was another episode of the Doc and the Guru. Please don't uh, forget to get hold of us on Facebook, like us, follow us, uh, subscribe to the podcast. And then from my side, you can get hold of me on LinkedIn, Dr. Doug Mateus. I'm uh, very active and very keen to hear about your views uh, and certainly will respond and hopefully
1: we can bring that into the show. Thanks, Doc. And it's uh, Gordon Miller, the Guru, signing off. Thank you for being with us and listening into this podcast today you can pick up the discussion with me on my twitter handle at mzanzi media and i'd love to engage with you on any of the issues that we've taken on in the show And take us at our word this is really going to be an open forum there are no subjects that are taboo and we'd love to have some of the younger more under listened if that's the correct phrase uh, voices to join us uh, in this discussion thanks for your time the dark and the guru proudly
0: brought to you by infinity media incubating innovative businesses in the media industry.